You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. One of the biggest questions that is being asked of the housing market and by all the people that are out there raising their hands wondering how are they ever going to find a house is, how come there really is no inventory in the United States? There's a lot of answers to that potentially, and you can get into some real specific micro data. But today, what I want to do here on the Mortgage Reports podcast is unpack the two major reasons and probably the easier to understand focus points as to why we have such an inventory shortage in the United States. The first one is going to require a little bit of history, but it is having to do with builders. The easiest example would be for us to go right back to about 10 years ago at the time of the last housing market meltdown or crash. And at that time, builders had really overextended themselves. They were building at such a fast pace that it actually was outpacing demand. So that means you had more homes available on the market for every eligible buyer. To try and keep up with this, banks and lenders were widening and loosening loan criteria and standards so that more buyers could enter the market and actually absorb some of this inventory. But eventually, as we all know how the story ended, the music stopped and the equity game kind of ran out and builders were left holding the bag. Many of them ended up actually folding up their tent, closing their shops and not being able to actually operate in business anymore. The rest of the builders across the United States had to sell their homes once loan products came back into the market at a severe and heavy discount. So this cut into their profitability and it made builders really gun shy going forward. For the next 10 years leading up to just only a few years ago, maybe even pre-pandemic times, builder confidence was actually staying the same or in a little bit of deterioration. Most builders were missing the mark in terms of their targets for completed homes, sales, and even new construction starts. So they've been proceeding with a lot more trepidation and caution because they didn't want to end up where they ended up 10 years ago. They saw how some of their competitors actually went out of business, were no longer able to function in a market, and so they've been building a lot more cautiously. The other sub-element of that for builders right now in the current market and why they're even slower to start homes and complete them and ultimately get them sold is the cost involved with building a home. We obviously have inflation now as a household name. It's no longer considered a transitory term. So everyone knows about this and homes, specifically building homes, has certainly not been immune to this. The cost to build a home has gone through the roof, whether it's materials, permitting, the legal side, insurance costs, what have you. And then there's also the labor side. Subcontractors and general day-to-day laborers that would work for general contractors in building these homes or these large developers their demand for wages and their cost to actually perform this work has gone through the roof. So all of this together is eating into the profit margins of a lot of these builders. They can only raise the home price to try and cover that by so much. So they're making less money. They're also very weary of the past and not wanting to repeat history. And that's why you have so few homes being built and not really keeping up with all of the demand. Across the United States, there is anywhere between a five and six million, five and six million person shortfall of available homes to buyers that have their hand in the air saying, I would like to buy a home now. The second factor, and also trying to keep this as easy to understand as possible, has to do with the labor markets. If we look at the middle and high income earners in the United States, 
which happen to be the folks who hold the most real estate assets from end to end of the country, we will see that they were actually the least affected by the pandemic and the economic cycle of the last few years. Most of these people work in industries or are self-employed in spaces that actually thrived and did well during the pandemic. And we all know that the pandemic really had a major impact on the service level of the economy and the service sector, which disproportionately affected renters. So we just never saw this glut of inventory coming on the market because we're having a small recession and a global pandemic and people felt the need to sell their homes. Those people actually saw their home prices or the value of their real estate asset actually increase in some cases by over 20% in various markets. So naturally they're thinking, my house is doing great. If anything, what I might do is add on to it, make it a little bit better or potentially upgrade into something else. But there just wasn't this huge block of inventory that suddenly filled the market because people were either panic selling or feeling the need to exit or leave their markets. Sure, there were the smaller and shorter lived cases of people individually doing that, but the masses just never subscribed to that way of thinking. So to recap, you didn't have any inventory hitting the market and we don't know what the future holds. Unless there is a major shock to, again, the middle or high income earners in the United States to where they're going to feel that this home may be more than we can actually take on right now at this time, therefore we need to sell it and downgrade or leave this market. But until that kind of a shock actually happens, I don't see this part of the market necessarily shaking up. Another factor in all of that is if you do sell your home for an amazing price, where do you go? Because the next home you buy is going to be smaller, but even more expensive. So for those reasons, people are sitting still. And the first reason, which was builder confidence and the inability to build homes the same way that they were doing because they're being much more cautious from 10 years ago. Those are your two reasons as to why we have an inventory shortfall. I'm always excited and eager to hear from people when it comes to their comments or thoughts on this topic. So drop us a comment. Feel free to share this article or reach out to me directly here via my social media handles. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 